broadcasting from the greater Philadelphia area and various locations across the U.S., this is Unofficial Remote. The good, the not so good, the glorious, and the bull. Real talk about working remotely. And we are your hosts, Jeff and Kim. Hey, we're back with another episode of Unofficial Remote. I'm JW and joined, as always, by Katie. Good evening. Good. How are you? Good. Good. Currently sitting on... uh, some parkway outside of Titusville waiting for the launch of the Falcon 9 tomorrow. Waiting again. <laughs> again, yes. Already postponed once. So, but we're yeah. ready to hole up here for the weekend. So, we got two opportunities. So, yep. I heard 50% chance it's going to be a go on Saturday. What is it? Like 3:20 launch time for SpaceX yeah. and Sunday if they have to wait till Sunday 3 3 p.m., I believe, launch time. So, yeah, it's interesting now they, I know this is has nothing to do with remote work, but <laughs> kind of, I guess, astronauts, they're working remote. That's true. So, you know, really remote. The ultimate um, remote. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know that I could do that job. I just yeah. don't. I've seen too many science fiction movies where everything goes bad. So that's all I'd, that's all I would be thinking about, but. Yeah, we're not, we're yeah, not personal consumers of media. Which is <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We, we just what? watched Apollo was 13, you know, uh, oh, yeah, 13 yeah. Times. but yeah, it's super exciting to, to be able to see the first manned uh, space mission again. That's uh, I'm yeah, excited to watch almost all stuff. over a decade. So that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. But, and um, to be there to see it in person too. One of the benefits yeah. of working remotely that you, you have that, you have that option. Yeah. Another benefit. I don't know how many times I tried to get out to Florida to see a uh, space shuttle launch. But there was always like a weather question. And so, you know, you don't want to fly from the West Coast to the East Coast in Florida just to have the thing delayed. Because, you know, this was delayed three days. Could be delayed another day. That just racks up the, the cost, you know. And when you had, Right. Then the kids were small. So it's like, uh, I could probably get away with sleeping in a van with them for one night. But <laughs> more than that, you know. So. But the RV... You're just like, yeah, we'll just stay a couple more days. Why not? Yeah. Nice flexibility. Stocked up on food and uh And you got your beverages. toilet paper. Yeah. Yeah. We're all set. So do I understand correctly, after we see the grand SpaceX launch, you're gonna be heading north, maybe to visit a uh, you know, fellow podcast host, maybe? Yeah. Yes. We're excited. Can't wait to see you guys again. Are we gonna another advantage? Are we going to host uh, in the same room? Are we going to? I was thinking we should do this. This would be fun. Yeah. That would be interesting. Yeah. That could be a drunk fest, but. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like these aren't already, you know, my, I'm having my adult beverage, which is kind of, you know, you know, my topic, you know, the, uh, we decide the ugly truths about remote work. So we'll get into that more later, but yeah, alcohol, but you know. We keep it under control, I think, for the most part. We we do enjoy a, a good work. cocktail for sure. Yeah, we are yep. critical consumers of alcohol. We so, might not be critical consumers to, of media to the level that we should be, but we do. Uh, right. We are critical consumers of uh, <laughs> the uh, occasional uh, daily cocktail. There you go. Occasional daily cocktail. I think that's an occasional daily. Coffee. Yeah. <laughs> So last episode, we talked about meetings at length, 
what could go wrong, what could go right. And I think from that, neither one of us really feel that they're that too many of them or perhaps any of them are really necessary. Yeah. You know, I was thinking about that this week. So one of the things that I mentioned was that there's no shortage of blog articles from, you know, the the, the greats, you know, the, the, the base camps yeah. and, the, and the Zapiers that are out there um, and the, the gain sites. No shortage of articles about how to how to do it right, a remote meeting. It got yeah. me thinking, if we had more people doing it right than doing it wrong, we wouldn't have all those articles, like even available. <laughs> I think that that's right. a red flag that we need to really consider the fact that most of us are doing it wrong. Because yep. the content's there and, and it's, you know, you don't create content where there isn't a need, um, at least if you're, you know, a halfway decent you know, <laughs> blog writer or tapped into your market. But um, there are so many, so many resources out there about how to do a remote team meeting. I think that that's a, that's a clear indicator that we're mostly fucking that up. <laughs> yep. I was thinking about that too afterwards and I forgot, I wanted to mention this and I totally forgot. That's uh hazards of not writing it down or typing it out. But I don't know if you recall this, that one commercial, and it's been several years ago, it's talking about Google and they came out with the, you know, the meeting where everybody's there and the, it's kind of new and they're, the guy's like, oh, you got anything else? Uh, no, I'll, well, I'll send it to you in an email and, and uh, we can uh, hash it out there. And he's like, well, I'm right here. Just do it now. There's no need for an email. And another guy, you know, I'll ping you later. And he goes, stop, ping me now. You have me. I'm here. Let's do it. Let's talk about it. You know, and trying to get used to those meetings like that is, I thought, yeah, I bet that a lot of that is going on now with these teams that are kind of thrown into the remote work. They're so kind of getting used to it. When did that campaign run? How long ago was that? I'm going to have to look that up because that was, uh, I love that commercial. It was just... Hilarious. Let's see if like I can two find weeks, it. Two months, two years, if you had to guess. I know, it was years. Uh, it was years. Where is that? I'll try to find it. Ping me and the fact that that is still relevant means that we have not gotten any better. Yeah, it was uh, April 29th, 2014. Yeah. And how much, of this, how much has changed? How, <laughs> have, yeah. have we evolved yet in yes. remote meetings? You know, I... <laughs> We're still laughing about it. We're still like, oh, dude, that's like spot on because it is still spot on, which means that we haven't we haven't moved past that, which is unfortunate. Yeah, I'm going to put that link in there and I'll put it in the show notes as well, because it's just a it's just a hilarious, especially now. Hilarious commercial is so appropriate. Right. But that's but, so scary, though, that 2014 yeah. it was hilarious. You know, and comedy is hilarious when it kind of just touches on yeah. a truth. And the, it, the fact that it's still relevant, that it's still hilarious, really yep. speaks to, you know, our shortcomings as. Reminds me of same shit, different day. It's still the same. Yeah. Hasn't changed. Yeah. Hasn't I wonder changed. why that is. Why do you think that is? I had it, you know, this, this week we had another meeting and the agenda was written out and all the topics were there. And the topics were there in detail for some reason. But it's like, okay, why are we meeting? Because everything's in the agenda. You could have just given us the link to the agenda. Done. If you have any comments, you know, we'll just hash it out in, uh, you know, our method of communication, whether it's Slack or Basecamp or 
So the meeting didn't glean anything additional that was. Nope. Wow. How long was we that? Started, that was a, that was a 90 minute meeting. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And we first off read everything about who's, who's going to be here. <laughs> well, I can see that because it's at the top of the agenda. So I don't need that. We mentioned okay, that. So how many, long. how many people were in that meeting? Uh, 15. Whew. Okay. Okay. So what's 90 yeah. times 15? You're the math yeah. whiz between the two of us. <laughs> so that, that's, that's the number of hours lost. That's, yeah. A, that's, um, yeah. We talked about that last week. That's, you know, when you really look at it from that perspective, the time that we invest, what we could be doing had we not been, you know, in, in that meeting, uh, you know, the, the focus that was interrupted, um, yep. you know, just uh, the list goes on and on. Very, 22 very and a half hours total. 90 minutes That's a person, 22 and a half hours right there. And when we're talking about it's half a week IT, when we're talking about yeah. director of IT, we're talking about engineers, we're talking about, you know, that's, that's substantial. That's revenue. I mean, it really, yeah. it really is. If you, you need to be able to prove the ROI of that time. And if you can't, somebody needs to yank a knot in your tail. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I like that. You can knot in your tail. That's something I picked up when uh, we lived south. Oh, yeah. So one of the things we were going to talk about again, and you know, was the ugly truths, but there was this uh, survey that Yahoo did. I'll link that as well, but it's uh, remote working creates productivity challenges. So I want to throw a few of these questions out to you so we can kind of go through them because I read through them and I, I tend to disagree with a lot of what they're saying here. So I'm not well, sure. So are these people, the, the people that were surveyed, are they like among the unexpected remote, the, the COVID-19 remote, or are these like? Well, here's here's the way they preface it. They sought to gain insight into the modern workplace by surveying 2009 office workers, including those who sometimes work from remote locations. So I don't think these are completely remote companies. But they're like what you'd mentioned previously, and I love this phrase. Um, you'll have to remind me of it. I do love it, but uh, what did you say it was? Unexpected remote. Unex unexpected remote. That's it. That's what I call yeah. the the folks that you know among the the, the quarantining. You know, right. they're unexpected. The the suddenly remote. Yeah. And so one of the things they start off with is, uh, okay, so, so they say half were women, or 55 were women, 45% were men, average age was 37. Uh, majority, 77% said they were happy with the way the workplace is set up, but some also took advantage of opportunities to work remotely. So what they said that I had kind of an issue with right off the bat was 58% of them said that they were less productive working remotely. Well, I mean, I have some thoughts on that. Okay. Let's hear them. So I'd be interested to see what that survey would yield had people working fully remote, hundred percent remote. It yes. sounds like these folks were hybrid. Like, you know, yep. I, I get to work from home two days per week and then I'm in the office three days per week or, you know, 
maybe yeah. vice versa. I, I think there's definitely a learning curve involved here where they're just getting used to it so they don't feel as productive. And they, it also sounds like that they are not working, not everybody is remote, you know, at the same time. Right. So you have some people that are co-located and some people that are remote, which I really strongly feel is to the detriment of productivity in general. But imagine, like you and I have been working fully remote for, for, for several years now. I find it difficult to wrap my mind around the idea of going into an office three days per mm -hmm. week or two days per week and then working remotely, you know, the others. Right. That's a, there's, there is a, there's a rhythm. There's a cadence to working remotely. You know, I've talked about it before. You know, I, I kind of get started earlier in the day than most people do. I, you know, I get started the same way. I come to my office and then I'm, I'm, I'm locked in. I'm locked in. Like I'm ready to go. And yeah. I, I zone out. To have that cadence interrupted day to day, going into the office, going then to work remotely would feel like, I don't want to use the word vacation, but it is like, oh, these two days I don't have uh, a lessening of a feeling of accountability maybe or, or oversight. And I don't like yeah. to use that term because I feel like as adults, you know, oversight is like way, way overrated. But... I can completely see, I, I think even myself, if I was doing half and half or, you know, even just like one day in the office, if that was like on a Wednesday, I don't think I would be nearly as productive on Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday because I'm, I would still feel tethered like to that office, but also that co-located thing. Now that's a whole different aspect. There's another article that came out this week. I have no idea who wrote it, but they were talking about this problem of, of this co-location that if you're going to do co-located, because all of these big tech companies are saying you don't have to come back if you don't want to. This is mm -hmm. like the big news this right. week. You know, the 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 big, you know, the, the giving, big yeah. They're giving We're them saying, the option. Facebook, yeah. Shopify. So the problem with that is if you're not gonna either go one way or the other, call them all back or keep them all remote, you are gonna have to take management to the next level because it is very difficult to engage the remote when you have co-located people that are there. And that's when we start to see things like people that are working co-located, promoted more often, higher exactly. salaries, higher visibility. Even though we were talking about just the other day, remote kind of yielding to this like more visibility with superiors. When you're in a co-located setting, that's all null and void. That's all out the window. So I, you know, I can, I can, I, I think, I think that that data is right what was it, 58% felt like they were less productive. That rings true to me. If I was having to go back oh, and forth, located. still feeling like I was tethered to the office, right. and like I was just like, they let the leash out a little bit to let me work remotely. Yeah, I don't I don't think I would be nearly as productive. I think you need, you yeah, know. I can see that. I was, you know, and I was going at it from the point of, wow, remote work. I, I find that I would, I'm more productive because I don't want to lose this me great too. opportunity. But I can see now with those points you made, yeah, if you're co-located and you're having to go back part of the time to the office and you're doing, and this thing is all new to you, I can see how, yeah, how that could be seen as less productive because like your rhythm changes completely. Yeah. I know I have a rhythm. Your perspective. Yeah. You know, it's, you know, if I am working in the office a few days a week and they let the leash out a little bit 
first of all, there's a leash. You know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm not going to be able to dismiss <laughs> that, but it feels luxurious, you know, that I'm working remotely versus yeah. when I work remote full time, I have autonomy. And with that autonomy, like with great power comes great responsibility. Yeah. <laughs> Same thing with the autonomy, you know, that it's like a, it's a job description. It's a, it's a requirement in, in job postings. You have to be comfortable with autonomy. Not everybody is, but people that, that really are protective of that autonomy and, and, you know, require that, you know, if I'm going to join your company, I want to have, you know, a certain level of autonomy. They match that with greater than or equal to responsibility. Like we don't mess around, you know, when 100% remote people, we know the data tells us that they are more productive. Like, you know, we just know that to be true. But what that survey is telling us, what they, they questioned to or uh, surveyed 2009 people. Right. And actually in that average age of 37, super interesting. Makes me, uh, I'd like to, look into that a little bit more because that's unusual. That's, that's, you know, you and I are, are over 37, you know, beyond, we're a bit beyond 37, but I, don't um, know. I have an age since 35. So, well, I have, I have, <laughs> I have, I have aged many years past uh, 35, but you know, that's an unusual uh, median, you know, to, to hear, we, you know, that that's high, that's higher than the average of what we know to be true within the, the tech space. Yeah. So it makes me think too, that those are probably, the unexpected remote. Um, interesting survey, though, really interesting. But I think that if looked at it the right way, leadership would see that as if I don't go all in. Uh, what's the word? I, I I negate or you know the benefits of the benefits yeah, aren't there yeah, if you yeah. don't go all in. I also think because you know one of the big parts too with with remote work is attrition. You, they're, you're not going to see the same turnover when you have a remote team. There just isn't the same turnover, which of course is very costly to, to companies when you have turnover. Oh yeah. I would be interested to see, is that the case when you have these partially remote people? And I, I don't, I can imagine myself if I was partially remote, I would be spending my time off looking for a fully remote position. I would too, I think. And what's interesting is this was before COVID even. Oh, no happened. kidding. Oh, so th yeah. that's not the unexpected remote then. Yeah. So it's just that they had this, I should have said it at the beginning, but this was back in December, 2019. But yeah, this is, they just had the, the, some were remote some of the time and then they can go into the office. But, uh, I just thought some of it was kind of interesting too, compared to the way we found remote work, you know, as being full of remote. Yep. I think I can, that is, that is hinged right on that, you know, partially remote. Yeah. In a co-located company. I thought it was funny that when working from home, many respondents said, or they took advantage of the privacy it affords because 18% said they dressed the same way they would at work. I, well, in my last job, I, I would. They're lying. But I don't <laughs> think they would wear a suit and tie if they had to in, in the office. 25%, which I thought was funny, said they dress in a way they wouldn't want anyone to see. So. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? Yeah, yeah. In their underwear. Yeah, that um, means no, no clothes. And then 59% said they dress more casually than they would have worked. So. 
What was that one? What percentage? If 59. 59. 59%. That, yeah. So that's about right, I think. I'm surprised it's not higher. But they said one in three have even admitted to tackling their duties naked or in their underwear when at home. <laughs> I can okay. see that. Okay. I, I have never, never have I ever. I will not drink. <laughs> I will not drink to that. I, I don't know. I, that would throw me off. That would. Yeah. The naked thing. I've done it. Well, let's, you know, to get real here, you know, in the RV, sometimes the places when we want the sun, it's pretty warm. So yeah. I have, so I have underwear that is, it looks like they look like shorts. So I'll wear those instead of actually wearing my shorts. So I'm in technically we're it's underwear. But pretty whiteies here. We're not, we're not talking. No, like no, 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 I would never. Okay. No, because anytime somebody could walk up to the door and it's like, oh, look at you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I don't even think that would even, like qualify yeah. as, as uh, underwear in the in the you know the the most familiar sense of what right. we're, what we what we're all picturing in our heads when we think about right. remote workers <laughs> working in their underwear, yeah. tidy whiteies, right? That's the top <laughs> of Which is weird because there's you know women don't usually wear tidy whiteies, so I may immediately picture a dude <laughs> tidy whiteies. Here's something interesting though that goes right back to what you're saying. It says having a partially remote workforce can also impact those who work in the office. Yeah. 42% of those that work in the office said they find it difficult to work with remote coworkers. And the reason 42% gave was their unavailability, which I'm not I think sure that translates why. into jealousy. Let's just, let's yeah. just say it. Cause like, I mean, if you have the tools set up, you know, Slack, Basecamp, those tools and you're working, you should be reachable during your work hours, you know. I don't know. I don't I, know how much I trust that. Yeah. The next one was the uh, 25% difficulty collaborating. Along the same lines. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, different time zones was 20%. I guess I could see that. That's happened to me, you know, West Coast and everybody's on the East Coast and they get a, you know, a ping at five in the morning because they're up at eight. Like, well, that, that, that breaks the rule. Don't you put at channel. Don't you use yeah. at channel unless it is pertinent in the moment to everybody on your team. If you're in Slack and you're using at channel, you're an asshole. There's, yeah. That's all there is to it. That's just disrespectful. No reason. A lot of then, uh, about, you know, members in, you know, uh, in China, you know, you know, right. That just became because, you know, we, you and I both, you know, love our, or my former team members, your current team members uh, in China, the way that we do, you know, meetings at eight thirty at night. You know, I just kind of consider that one of the one of the fringe benefits of working yeah. remotely. <laughs> yeah, I can jump in that meeting at eight thirty at night because I knew that that would be able to include uh, my other team members that I love so much. So, yeah, yeah, go on that channel and then do it. Yeah, and then thirteen percent said miscommunications was the, uh, and I guess I can see that if you're not used to the communication setup or maybe your company has it set up all fucked up so it doesn't work the way it should because i think you can communicate pretty readily remote working well there is a difference in how up. you communicate remotely right. versus how you communicate when you're communicating to somebody that's co-located it's almost like a different a different language so remote well, workers yeah. are going to communicate in a very specific yet succinct you know, kind of format. Whereas if you're co-located, it's full, filled with the extra bullshit. Hey, how are yeah. you? Hope yeah. all is 
well, blah, 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 you know, 3.5 sentences before you get to the real purpose of your of your message in the first place. Yeah, um, a couple episodes ago with Chrissy, she mentioned that that was one of the things. Um, yeah, being able yeah. to cut all that out. No emojis. You know, of course, you can use emojis, but you don't have to if you don't need to. But right. um, so I can see where, you know, unfortunately, co-located work still requires the 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 padding on the message where remote, you know, you've really kind of mastered the the art of the language, you know, the, the two kind of coming together, I can see where there would be a disconnect, yeah. not so much for the remote folks as much for the, for the folks that are working co-located. I'd be interested right. to hear from the other side. Did you feel that there was a, you know, a disconnect in your communication with co-located? I would venture to say they'd be like, nah. <laughs> like, yeah, nah, I would think, yeah. I would think it'd be a totally different uh, set of results for that. I wonder why they didn't include that in the survey. Maybe they'll do another one now. Because I want to hear from those remote people. Like, yeah. Because I can see myself like co-located. If I, you know, we, we've mastered the art of like scanning through the BS and seeing, okay, well, what is the, the true nature of this communication? You know, I, don't, I can't see us having an issue with that, but I can see co-located people like I can't, there's no emojis. <laughs> they, they didn't greet me. They didn't wish me well. <laughs> there was no smiley face at the end of that comment. What am I they supposed just to, got right to the, they got Right to the point. I feel offended. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that could be a whole other conversation. Oh my God. Yeah. Emojis, <laughs> mixed communication. Yeah. We can have another. You know, in fact, we probably should. Let's, we'll have another episode about all of that and the miscommunication that happens. The sensitivity of the co-location. Yes. Yeah. Thanks for listening to the Unofficial Remote Podcast with your hosts, Jeff and Kim. And if you want even more Unofficial Remote, be sure to subscribe and head over to unofficialremote.com. That's all for this episode. Please stay safe and see you next time.